from Half-Ass Ranch Studios in downtown Minneapolis, it's Platform for Pontification with your hosts, St. Eve and J-E-double-F. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to our first podcast. Good afternoon, St. Eve. How are you, buddy? I'm really good. Yourself? I'm doing great, man. I don't know. I woke up today feeling like it was Christmas morning. Why did you feel it was Christmas morning? Because, dude, we're doing our first podcast. I mean, how long have we talked about this, honestly? This has been a while in the making, that is for sure. (laughs) It it, it has been. I mean, it's been like six months. We've talked and talked and talked. We've done some dry runs. And I'm not going to lie. I did. I woke up and I was like super thrilled that I was going into a recording studio today with my buddy to do our very first podcast. You know, speaking of recording studios. Yes. uh, We got to be remiss if we do not give a little thanks to our old friend, Brooke Schallenkamp. Well, she's an old friend. She's still a friend. Well, I mean. Exactly. Older. Older friend, yes. Uh, For helping us name the Half-Ass Ranch Recording Studios here in Minneapolis. Yeah, shout out to you, Brooke. Thank you very much. You're not getting paid. Nonetheless, we do appreciate you coming up with uh, our name. However, if we do have any sponsors out there that would like to help pay Brooke. <laughs> we'll take it. Speaking of sponsors, I think it'd be remiss not to mention our sponsors, so we'll get going with that. Our first sponsor is... Yeah, yeah. we don't really have any right now. So, Platform for Pontification. What, what's this all about? What are we What are we thinking we're going to do with <laughs> That's this? a great question. I'm going to ask you. You came up with the damn name. Well, you know, we had so many great recording moments over the summer that, yep. to be honest with you, were missed. Right. I, I feel folks really missed out on some of the comedic geniusness that is us ah yes comedic geniuses so now we are trying to bottle some of that mm-hmm. and send it directly to some of the folks out there i agree and, and i'm sure our listeners are uh in the thousands at this point by now they are we're two minutes and 45 seconds into this into the first one yeah but no seriously i mean the reason honestly for the name is because there's going to be times that we just want to talk about something that who knows, right? right? I mean, life, just life, exactly. work, personal, right. professional, anything, right? Exactly, yeah. So we thought this first time we'd take some time to introduce ourselves and uh, what this platform is going to be about and just talk about some things that may be happening in our local market that are important to people that may or may not be listening. And and as we move forward, I think it's important that uh, we're hoping to get some guests on the show as well, yeah. you know, bring some of uh, individuals we may work with or know in our personal lives and... Try to get them to pontificate with us. Yeah, exactly. I think we have we know enough people uh, in this market that uh, are professional and, and are quite qualified in speaking to certain areas that we, we may or may not uh, get into. Yeah, and, and that's part of it is other individuals that might have something interesting to say, people might be interested in hearing about, and uh, if nothing else, give a little interview to them, find yeah. out what they've been up to in this uh, quieter time that we've been going through. Exactly. And learn a little uh, personal things about some people that we work with. Yeah, speaking of personal things, I think uh, we should spend some time talking about, you know, this past summer, right? I mean, here we are, we're sitting in the midst of a pandemic, uh, basically a shutdown that's happened for a little over six months now. You know, uh, you're in a furlough situation, I'm in a furlough situation, which has given us both a lot of free time, obviously. More time than we may have needed sometimes, as I've been told. So what have you been up to? You know, uh, I've spent a lot of time doing a couple of things. Sure. Spent a little time on the boat this summer. We had some nice weather. It was one of the more beautiful summers we've had. Um, so get on the boat every now and then on the St. Croix and uh, bring some friends along, bring some family along, bring the dog along. Uh, really, really enjoyed slowing down a little bit and some of those uh, rare weekdays to be able to be out there when it's a little bit quieter than it has been in the past. Um, and I, I also got into a lot of... Uh, Home improvement projects this summer. Yeah, you you did a couple things around the house that are interesting. To <laughs> some see. are good. Some uh, some some didn't work out as well. I hear some are still in progress. Had some issues with some electrical work. 
you know, we, um, I, I wouldn't say issues. I would say that not everybody appreciates my creative problem-solving yeah, skills. Yeah. Inspectors would be one of those fall into the group that doesn't appreciate it as well. Is that right? Yeah. So, so I mean, we went a couple of rounds with an electrical inspector for a, a bathroom uh, finishing in our basement. Sure. Um, by the time it was done, I think he saw my way. I mean, I, I may have seen his way in a few things as well that, that I changed because I respected him. Sure. And that's what it all comes down to. Well, the lights work. The, you know what? You the flip a switch, there. the lights work, nothing's burned right, down, right, everything's right, fine. Right. And the hot water's hot and the cold water's cold. Well, just as long as you know which lever's which. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> right. they might not be the same everywhere, yeah, but yeah. that's all right. And nobody's drinking from the toilet. No, well, uh, nobody other than the dog. <laughs> um, you know, we, we had one other incident earlier in the summer, Jeff, that uh, a lot of times you're in hanging cabinets. Uh-huh. It's a key to, uh, to use your stud finder and use it correctly. Uh, during a little laundry room remodel project, apparently my stud finder sees water mains the same way as it sees a stud. Hmm. And? And you put a three-inch screw into a side of one of those babies and a lot of water comes out in a hurry. <laughs> and, it do- and it goes down. It goes down into the basement and everywhere until you can get that shut off. Wow. That's uh, fascinating stuff. Some, some of the air was turned a little blue that day. I might not have been the most popular person. In the house? In the household, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was almost uh, camping out in your basement that night. Kind of a Tim the Toolman approach. You know. To do it yourself. We get it done, though. We get her done. There <laughs> you go. like it. What about yourself? What have you been up to? What? Yeah, uh, man. Uh, well, first of all, I, you know, I appreciate the opportunities to get out on that boat. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do in the summertime, and obviously was able to enjoy much more of it this, uh, this past summer. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to use this time to do things that maybe I haven't done in the past that have always been of interest, you know, early on through this. I Such as? Well, I, I figured that uh, I could be a pianist. Oh, could you? Yeah. Tickle the old ivories. Tickle the old ivories, won't you say? So nice. I, uh, I uh, did some research and invested in some online training with, uh, uh, what's his name, Michael Buble, I believe it is. Oh, Michael Buble. Yeah. Uh, who's the other? I, I mistake. Uh, Elton John. Well, uh, him Billy too. Billy Joel. Yeah, uh, one of those guys. Anyways. <laughs> Same I've been thing. taking some online lessons and trying now, to... Had, had you played piano before this? Well, once before in college, I did take a class uh, for one month, but I didn't remember a damn thing, and no. to be honest, it's still not good, so... I I know. <laughs> I know. So uh, I been did that, did some of that. Um, some of the other things that I did is I picked up a bike for the first time in a number of years, and... I think you're supposed to ride those, not just pick them up, yeah. Jeff. You're doing it wrong. I knew something was wrong, but... Yeah. I've uh, been doing a lot of that this summer uh, with people that, um, you know, normally that I guess we probably wouldn't get the opportunity to do, whether it's coworkers or friends and uh, discovering trails and paths here in Minnesota that, uh, again, living here most of my life, never knew existed. So that's been kind of fun. And then I started, you know, dabbling in, in this thing, Steve. I mean, we talked about this and uh, I've, you know, we've invested in some equipment and, uh I take it home at night and I sing songs and and make recordings of. That's not going to be on today's show, is it? No, not today. Okay, not today. Let's save these people a little bit. Yeah, uh, that'll be part of my EP, my extended play. Oh, single behind that's the scenes, out. yeah, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah, exactly. So other than that, um, you know, just trying to fill time really and uh, try to get through this like everybody else is, and um, you know, I. I, I'd be remiss to say that I'm not bored out of my mind at this point. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time, it hasn't is. it? I yeah. mean, yeah. over six months since we basically walked away from, from our regular work and yeah. regular jobs and nine to five. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I, for me, <clears throat> early on it was kind of nice. 
You yeah. Know, I'm not going to lie. I think everybody that I know of probably enjoyed a little bit of that. But The weather was getting nicer, yeah. and there was a f- kind of f- a funness to it. Yeah, right. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of got to that point, like, enough's enough, and, you know, it's time to move on, and, and I'm hoping sooner than later we'll get back to a point where we can get back into our work, uh, yeah. you know, five days a week, 40 hours a week, whatever, and... Now, for some of us, Steve, that's a stretch. But why would we be here that much? <laughs> I'm so confused. So you know, I I've tried to take advantage of the time that I am, I am scheduled to work to actually get into the office to try to get back to some normalcy. I know you know recently you've been doing the same thing, and uh, feels good to get back downtown yeah, Minneapolis, doesn't it? A little bit. Kind of nice to have some structure, right? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, boy, it's quiet though. Sure is. It's a different Minneapolis. The streets are quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyway is quiet. It's very quiet. You know, I've just learned, you know, this past week in some meetings that I've had that downtown Minneapolis, the business community is still, you know, just shy of fifteen percent. Uh, that's of what was here. What it was pre right? COVID. Significant, and you know, not only COVID, right? We've had some major issues this some, past some summer. Security and safety yeah. concerns. Public downtown? safety, right? Yeah. Exactly. We've had uh, obviously, you know, most people know. Or should know Minneapolis has really become the, or has been a hotbed for uh, rioting and social yeah. protests, protests and, and all that type of stuff. Unfortunately, with the the death of Mr. George Floyd and the Breonna Taylor thing and everything else that's going on around the country, a lot of that has been reflected uh, yeah, right here at right home. Here, I think right. quite a bit. Exactly, and in policing, you know, we're we're seeing those resources being tapped, and so their focus isn't necessarily. Uh, on the small-time petty crime as they're focusing their time on major incidents, which, you know, has caused the downtown area to become a little bit more, what do you call it, you know, free. It's seedy? Seedy, uh, but it's that idea of, uh, you know, free reign. Kind of lawlessness, Lawlessness, right? exactly. You know, so. um, we see it when we, even driving in and out of the building here, um, you see it, the number of boarded-up businesses uh, closed down restaurants, uh, all that just attends to less people downtown, yeah. and and that just creates a lot of uh, independence. Right, I think for individuals. Correct. Yeah, um, exactly right. I mean, we're, we're we're seeing it every day, every weekend, every night, just about something happening in downtown Minneapolis that is causing a lot of concern for not only business people but you know people that live actually in the downtown area, and so. Lots happening behind the scenes with community groups and organizations meeting together to talk about the messaging to, and, and working with local government to try to put an end or at least try to find a solution um, that's going to allow folks to come back into the, the downtown area. S- street racing seems to be popular. Street racing. Yeah. And the, and, Where did that and come from? I mean, the donuts, the shitties, the burning of rubber. Yeah, I just yeah, don't know what that. Yeah, through the intersections and blocking everything off. It's it's interesting. I didn't. I, not have seen that coming as like one of the big things that happens yeah. when there's less presence. Right. You're probably too young to remember when skateboarding kind of came became the big thing again, right? Totally rad. We dude. had exactly. We had to go out and build parks for these kids so they had places to ride the skateboards. Right. I feel like we should be building parks for these cars <laughs> to go and to do go their drag little thing and yeah. do whatever. I mean, it's really it's 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 odd. This is the kids that have grown up, right? I guess so. And it's it's crazy. bigger toys. Bigger toys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Some of our local. Uh, Kind of favorite places to eat. Some of our local lunch haunts are going away, they you are. know, because of this, and that's that's a sad thing. When we leave here and and go try to find a lunch, even uh, within a couple blocks, it's not what it used to be. Correct. I mean, some of the some of the mainstays, the big, you know, the landmarks, closing shop or have closed, have closed up, yeah, and and aren't around anymore, and they're boarded up, and uh, 
It yeah. leaves a very, very few options. Yeah, and those, you know, those of you from the Minneapolis market, you know, we're talking about the Murray's Steakhouses. We're talking about mm-hmm. um, Glicks. Glicks. We're talking about a Five oh eight. Five oh eight's boarded up, not yeah. not boarded up, but certainly closed and closed up. Aren't coming back. You know, we were lucky enough uh, to get into the Loon today. Had a little lunch. Had a little lunch. Uh, it's good to see those guys are still open, yeah. and uh, you know, we've we've been big fans here for a while. Yeah. Um, still doom and gloom though. It is. There's nobody that's speaking optimism down here right now, and that's yeah. that's a little uh, worrisome. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, you know, I think I think we all know we'll hopefully get through this sooner than later. But obviously, right now, it's um, it's certainly at the forefront of everybody's minds on how we get people back here to work safely and into work safely, and just being able to enjoy the amenities that downtown Minneapolis has, you know, had to offer for so many years. Yeah, I think you hit it hit it right in the head there, Jeff. Getting people to feel comfortable coming back to work once we get to that point is going to be vitally important. Yeah. And, and it's not just on our minds, right? It's on some of our, our partners' minds throughout the downtown area here. Correct, yeah. We, we're going to have to, you know, think outside the box and look at ways to uh, ensure its employees and or fans, guests, customers, whatever it might be, that they are comfortable coming, parking, walking our city mm-hmm. blocks, walking our skyways, you know. Attending and, an event and then leaving Exactly. You know, right. at whatever time of night that is and, right. and getting home safely as right. well. Right. So I know people in the industry that we work in are looking at that, you know, daily, again, with focus groups and trying to figure figure out what, what that looks like, uh, you know, when we, when we come back to work. That's good. That's yeah. going to help. So when we have been at work a little bit, a yeah. few things we've been working on around the building here that are kind of fun or yeah. different or folks might be able to see something different when they you, come back. Well, you've been busy for sure. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, we... I was lucky enough to work on um, securing some new point of sale for the uh, food and beverage for the building. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new um, a new cash register system, if you will, is what they used to call it in the old days. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fun. It's, it's going to be primarily app-based, and I think that really speaks to the mentality in a post-COVID world as we start to get folks back out and, and back into uh, an event scenario. To be able to have a, a frictionless, a cashless transaction, order on your app, pay on your app, Simply go and pick up and, and hopefully get back to your seats faster than you used to before. So still getting a high-quality food, a uh, shorter period of time. Hopefully, you know, we're, we're trying to put some more firepower into some areas of the building to get, get a better variety. And um, it's something that I think has been coming to the industry overall. Mm-hmm. Um, the COVID world just speeds it up a little. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm still trying to get, get my hands around this cashless idea. I mean, I get the principle behind it, and I understand, you know, we're – we're doing the same thing on the security side of things with, uh, you know, where we work and yeah. trying to make sure that touch points are touchless, right? Touchless. It's touchless. Correct. Yeah. And it's and, it, and you don't realize it. it gets harder to do, right? All of a sudden you realize uh, whether fans are going through mags at a divesting table and the stuff that's in their pockets. And as we're scanning folks' tickets and things that we used to just take for granted and grab somebody's phone and just scan it real quick and, and show them how to get through something, that's all going to be a little bit different now. Yeah. yeah. No, you're exactly right. So... Uh, I can assure the you know, we're working on that in our industry and with the people that we work with and our, our partners. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm quite confident that by the time this industry reopens, we'll uh, we'll have some solutions. Yeah, it's it's very ironic. One of the other projects that I worked on a little bit this summer was the completion of a drink rail project in the building. Yeah. Um, you know, one of one of our challenges historically have been high top tables and places for our guests to gather and eat and drink on the concourse when they're not down in their seats watching whatever event it is. So this is this is something that's been in the works for over a year. 
So we finally got done, and now we're going to open up in a system where we are going to discourage people from gathering on the concourse. Yeah. So when we do get ready to get back to that point, we um, will have the facilities in order to do it, uh, which is kind of cool. A lot of the pillars are now wrapped in drink rails, um, a lot of different places in the building that folks can do that, um, just not when we first open. Yeah. Sounds like. Crazy, yeah. You know, my focus as far as, you know, a reopening plan for for what we do has really been more more concerning, more concerned with, again, dealing with some, you know, major events that are happening not only nationally but even locally, locally. with going back to the civil unrest. But we have an election upon us, election year upon I've us. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, my TV actually hinted that there might be an election exactly. coming up. So, you know, there's a, a little bit of decisiveness, uh, divisiveness. Divisive, even. Exactly. They're so decisive, they're, they're divisive. Those, exactly. Uh that, yeah, it, you know, we have to prepare uh, for the worst-case scenario either way. And so we're looking at um, ways to uh, ensure, again, the safety and security of the and people. Mitigate and mitigate some of the potential damage. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah, I know there's a big fear of that. Yeah, we got that going. And then, you know, we also have uh, a major event in March with the trial yeah, of the four Minneapolis the four officers. officers. Yep. Right? And so lots of uh, lots of stuff happening that we continue to work on and work towards and hoping to find a solution that uh, will keep people safe. That could be a real interesting one, Jeff, because if that, if things go well, that might coincide with a major event downtown. Yeah, Minneapolis is looking to host, and Target Center specifically is looking to host the 2021 Men's Basketball Regional. Yeah, and that the, could be right around the same time frame as that. So absolutely. So. National spotlight on us for a couple different reasons yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I think there will be a lot of people in town, media, um, you know, media, and then all eyes will be on Minneapolis during that time. Yeah, yeah, which which is good. Hopefully, we get to that point in the sports world. We've uh, we've seen some of the successful completions here of uh, some of the other seasons. Yeah, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh, gave us something to go back and watch a little bit and get excited about. A little bit of normalcy. Yeah, right. Stanley Cup was handed out. Yeah, I don't know if Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. <laughs> Major League Baseball is back. It was yeah, back. It was back. They're it's, in the well, middle of their postseason. Twins were run. back for a second. Yeah, they were. Uh, well, we enjoyed it for the home opener. Yeah, we were able to uh, be some of the rare fans in attendance at the exactly. home opener. Yeah, well, if you call it an attendance, I don't know about that, but we were, you know, high above, looking down. Spectating. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, you know, you got what, football back, you've got uh, basketball just ending. Uh, yeah. Baseball in the middle of their playoff run right now. Um, I know uh, local soccer, professional soccer is still playing. Yep. Right. Um, hockey just wrapped up, hockey of course. Hockey just wrapped up, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but things are turning right around real quickly, right? NHL draft just happened. Yep. M- uh, NBA draft is coming He's up. It's coming up here weeks. real shortly. Right. And so um, I think we're going to hear, you know, a lot more in the coming weeks as to what the NBA plan is going to be. Which obviously we're uh, glued to pretty tightly. We are. You know, <clears throat> for those listening, we're, we're tied to the uh, basketball arena in Minneapolis. Uh, and, you know, it's our livelihood. And so we're keeping an eye on what's happening uh, so that, you know, we're ready to, to reopen. There's maybe some slight rumors out there. What are they? That uh, mid-January might see the return of uh, the next NBA season. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that as well. Um, Obviously, we don't know the fan situation for that, if, if folks are going to be able to be in attendance, if there's going to be a cap, what that cap would be. Um, I think there's a lot to work through, but it's somewhat optimistic that we might be able to at least start planning for um, – an activity. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and kudos to the NBA for the bubble. Yeah. I mean, not that one. That incredibly successful. Not one positive test. Yep. Right. And uh, um, whatever they did worked. And I can only imagine they're planning 
right for this upcoming season to to, to try to mm-hmm. and, and as we've seen with the NFL, there's been a few stumbles now, right? Right. Uh, when everybody's back in the regular cities, even without fans, you've got uh, whatever the heck the Tennessee Titans are doing, and that's yeah. that rescheduling of games may have to just be a part of that normalcy. Yeah. To get the season over with. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting what the NFL does. I mean, they 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 are running up real close to adding a next another another week. week right? Yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting. I I don't know how much more uh, of positive tests. Right. One if, more week like this, and they're what they're all the out of time. Do, right. And that's yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that's handled. So. But yeah, it, with any luck, we'll be able to start talking soon. Hopefully, on our podcast about uh, yeah the the baseball our basketball season coming back and uh, hopefully at some point some fans hear anything about live events what about shows Jeff yeah live events is a little bit different story right now you know um, we know that most tours if not all tours right now are sitting idle they're yeah. dormant and it's uh, uh, what I'm hearing is potentially third quarter of 2021 mm-hmm. so so that's like a year from now we're talking about a year from now right now you know and then speaking to some other community people that are in the nightclub and club business mm-hmm. they're potentially even hearing 2022 F- further further right. out so it'll be interesting to see um what happens here i think a lot's gonna be uh gonna come from you know whether or not this um yeah the well, thing they inject the lo- you in you know the, the stuff that <laughs> treats the corona the, the, the road of treatment the, the, the vaccine yeah the vaccine the is what i was there? looking those for are tough words yeah, those are tough Vaccine. Um, yeah, that would that would obviously really help um, a lot of things out. Potentially, maybe some smaller events, some smaller live shows. You know, we've heard Globe Trotters and um, the Feld shows might come out a little bit earlier than right. that, uh, a little more nimble and able to react. Right. So, right. But with us, we'd hope to be able to see something, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to take into consideration this year's. We don't control this, right? I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're right now tied by what's happening in the state of Minnesota and what the governor. The governor is, right. has a lot to say about it. All right, and he is firm on 250 at this point for capacity for indoor venues, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been seen, you know, time and time throughout the summer with uh, you know their local teams trying to increase capacity. Trying to increase, and they mm-hmm. keep kind of getting knocked back to that right. number. And right. I, for the foreseeable future, I don't, I don't see that changing right away. No. Um, no. So, so we're. You know, and, and then for the shows and the tours, are, they're depending on a number of different governors, right? right? In order to make it worth it for them to go on a, on a tour. So I know that there's some frustration, but there's little we can do. Correct. Yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> me personally, it's an all or nothing thing, right? Yeah. Because we're here to make money. Uh, and fortunately, or unfor- you know, we rely so much on, on the people coming to the events and spending their money and food and beverage and things like that, that limited capacities for what we do from the entertainment side of things is difficult and let's admit it at the end of the day it's it's way more fun when yeah. we're when we're full we want to be rocking and full right. and have huge events and uh that's the world we live in yeah no you're right so i wish we had better news on that front but it doesn't look like it looks like you know uh, we will definitely be the last or at least music will probably be the last the last thing to really get to back, back to back yeah. to normal and who would have thunk right yeah i mean you look back to you know major world events that have happened that have been doom and gloom and, and right where where do people turn Lives, live live entertainment music, right? brings people back out of it so often sports live music it's the farm aids the yep. all that type of stuff right that's what you go back to you know and here we are we're 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 the ones suffering yeah so but i am positive think <laughs> that when we do return that we will have the support of the community and i think people will We'll we'll come back to venues. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. people are kind of itching for it. You know yeah. that um, the communal, social yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, we need it. We need it. 
Well, yeah. can't thank you enough for all your time. Yeah, hey, it's been a, a first run at this, so apologize if it's a little choppy and whatever, but I know we'll get better at this thing. We'll get better. We definitely want to have a few guests on as we move forward. Yeah. We'd love to hear some uh, some thoughts on people to have on and, and do a little Q&A with whether it be coworkers or friends or whoever uh, that might be able to lend some of their expertise as well. Yeah, no, it'll be good. So with that in mind, uh, I'm J-E-F-F. And St. Eve. And this is Platform for Pontification. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.